Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast. What about hostility? What about hatred? How do you deal with it? How do you unwind hatred in America? How do you unwind, unwind hatred in a church? How do you unwind hatred in a neighborhood? How do you take hatred away from a person and instill within that person a feeling of kindness and compassion and care? and love for another person. Well, that's my topic. Let's take a look at this issue of hatred. You know, one night, it was in 1983 actually, Daryl Davis. Daryl Davis is a black blues musician. He was playing in Maryland and he was going through his playing that particular night and took a break. And during the break, he was approached by a white man who was sitting in the audience and they struck up a conversation. And in fact, the conversation developed and they started to unfold their own personal story with each other as they talked and as they drank a beer together during this break. Now, this particular black man probably had never had a beer with a white man in that kind of capacity and vice versa. But they were talking and surprisingly, they formed this friendship and they formed this sense of trust with each other. And eventually, the white man that approached Daryl Davis revealed that not only was he white, but that he was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. And in the course of their conversation about the Ku Klux Klan, eventually this white man disavowed himself from the Ku Klux Klan. Darrell went on to take this on as a interest, a special interest, in meeting with men who were members of the Ku Klux Klan and just beginning to understand them and to befriend them and to talk. In the course of several years, it's recorded that over a hundred Ku Klux Klan members disavowed the Ku Klux Klan. In other words, demembered themselves from the Ku Klux Klan. And just as a result of what? The fact that this guy, Darrell Davis, took time, sat down, and discussed openly with somebody some very personal discussions and topics and issues. And they found common ground, and they found common interest. And then things changed. Attitudes changed. Hostilities changed. And hatred, you know, eventually changed in these people who were members of the Ku Klux Klan, all because Daryl Davis took it on as a kind of a special interest to make contact, to break the tradition of avoidance and come together and sit down together and make contact. You know, it was in 1950. Now, I was in high school <laughs> in 1950, but a man by the name of Gordon Allport, which in psychology, we all know Gordon Allport, and we all read his book on social prejudice. We all know Gordon Allport's theory. And we all have studied it and we've all followed it and it's been the theory of integration that has prevailed over the years and still prevails this many years later. I read that book two or three times. As it recalls, I went through my graduate studies in psychology and social studies and social psychology particularly. Gornalport says this, that if you're going to make a difference, if you're going to bring about change, if you're going to bring about a different feeling, a different attitude, a different type of relationship between two people or between two groups. You do it by having contact, creating a contact point between these two persons or these two groups of people. Give them a common project, give them a common topic to discuss, give them a common problem to solve, give them some reason to come together and have a contact. And if you can have a contact with somebody, you begin to see that person in a different light. And what Gordon Allport says is that you not only see them in a different light, but you see them as individuals. You see them as a person. No longer do you see that person as a Ku Klux Klan member and all what that might be. 
you know, if you say, well, you're a member of the Ku Klux Klan, immediately we start ticking off what we think that person is like, what that person does and how that person spends their time. And we have this kind of preconceived notion about what that person is and, and is like and, and how they will behave. That's called prejudice, you see. That means we've, we've prejudged somebody because that person is a member of a group, in this case, the Ku Klux Klan. Now, there's a lot of hate groups around. Ku Klux Klan is only one. As of about 1999, there was only about 500 identified hate groups. Today, there's about 1,000 identified hate groups. And if we see a member of, a member of that particular hate group, we then prejudge that person and believe that person is exactly like that hate group that we have come to know through the media or through reading or from storytelling or from various ways that we find out about different groups of people. A gang is the same way. When we know that a person is a member of a particular gang, we know what that person is like because we prejudge them because we know something about that gang. We understand that that gang is violent. That gang is very, very violent. That gang is, is prone to kill. And because of that, we prejudge a member of that gang. So, Allport says this. If you're going to dismantle hatred, if you're going to dismantle feelings of fear, feelings of anxiety towards another person, then first of all, get to know that person. Apart from any structure, such as their gang, or apart from their group, their club, apart from their organization that they belong to, just get to know them as a person. Not as a member of a particular church or a particular religious group, Get to know them as a man, as a woman, as a young man, or whomever. Get to know them as a person. And then you can start the process of dismantling the hate that might prevail between the two of you, or between members of your group and members of the other person's group. Because you now get to know them individually, you get to know them as a person. You get to know them as an individual separate them out from the group membership and see them individually and lots of research has been done lots of research has been done to identify ways in which we can work together to bring about a closer bond a more a greater trust between people who are members of a different group members of a different religion members of a different part of the world different culture different race you know, whatever it might be, that creates fear. And then we need to reduce that fear if we're going to reduce hatred. So we reduce that fear by coming together and getting to know each other. Contact point is necessary. Now, if two people are somewhat equal, they're both members of a group, then greater contact can be made. See? If they share a common goal, sure, greater contact you know, can be made. If they can cooperate with each other in some kind of a project and support each other in some kind of a institutional activity or, or purpose, then sure, contact can be made. And because of that contact and working together and coming together, hatred between them begins to dismantle. Just like Daryl dismantled the hatred that he had towards the Ku Klux Klan. Because what that did initially was to keep them apart. Darrell wouldn't talk to a Ku Klux Klan member. But when he eventually did and kind of found out about the person, not about the Ku Klux Klan, but about the person, then the Ku Klux Klan issue went away. And in fact, it even was 
the organization that the member disassociated with as a result of this contact with Daryl. So you see, contact really does help reduce the feelings of anxiety, reduce the feelings of threat, you know, reduce the feelings of, uh, of separation, stay away, and increases the likelihood of empathy and compassion and caring and understanding and working together and having meaningful engagement together across group lines, across cultural lines, across ethnic lines, across racial lines, and, and so on, whatever it might be. 515, 515 studies were um, conducted over the years, and these were summarized by two professors from the University of California in Santa Cruz. And they found that contact typically reduces prejudice and increases trust and forgiveness between groups of people, especially if they follow Gordon Allport's theory and model and guidelines. Come together as not just different people, but as individuals representing different points of view, representing different backgrounds, representing different feelings and attitudes and thoughts. But come together and get to know each other. Get to know each other, not as members of a group, not as members of a subgroup, but just get to know each other as individual people. That's the issue. And if you can create some way to do that, you will dismantle the fear and the hatred that you have for that particular group of people, and you'll help them dismantle the fear and hatred that that group of people has towards you and your group of people. You see? It's coming together as equals. It's coming together on common ground. It's coming together in a, a place of safety, in a place of comfort, in a place of protection. And when that is the case, good things happen. Out of bad, good things happen. If you step forward and say, how can I get to know you? Let's talk. Let's get to know each other. And then some of the uh, false ideas start to go away. Some of the fear starts to be reduced. Anxiety starts to be reduced. This whole sense of feeling under a threat and that you're different and you're going to always stay different, that goes away. You know, if our political leaders today understood that. If our political leaders today followed the guidelines of Gordon Allport, our political leaders would start talking to people from different cultures, different countries, different organizations, different backgrounds, rather than to keep distance and keep name-calling and keep fear between them. But get to know them. Now, in the current day example, we have President Trump. He just went to North Korea. He's been there now on several occasions. He's had several communications and personal communications and talks with the leader of North Korea, the president of North Korea, the dictator of North Korea. And what's happened? They have now begun to form a friendship. They have begun to form a knowledge of each other. They begin to form a sense of safety with each other, a trust with each other. And then from that comes good negotiations. From that comes good understanding. From that comes the reduction of fear and the reduction of differences and the reduction of hatred and distaste for each other. So when politicians say, don't talk to somebody, stay away, that person's a mean person, a bad person in some way. Well, that's exactly what you need to do. Find a way to sit down and talk together 
and have contact with each other and let the contact prevail so that a sense of trust and a sense of commonness, commonality, is developed. And from that comes not only just the reduction of fear and the reduction of hatred, but we have the advancement of common good, of the common ground, and of something good for all. So, think about it. Who have you talked to recently? Who have you met with recently that is of different stripe, a different background from you, where there has been fear, where there has been this idea of keep separate, keep away from them? Who have you stepped over the line and shaken hands with? With whom have you stepped over the line and had conversation? Not for two minutes, but maybe for an hour or two. Who have you met with that has, where you have learned about them and they have learned about you? And then wanted to know more? Well, do it. I've done it. I'm doing it currently. You do it. And you know what? It works. Gordon Allport was right. If we're going to unravel hatred, if we're going to unravel prejudice, if we're going to unravel this whole sense of racism that we talk about in our country these days, we have to do one thing, and that is take two people who are different from each other, belong to different groups, different races, different nationalities, different backgrounds, different ethnic groups, different social economic levels, and give them a common project, give them common space, and sit down and come to know each other through conversation and through common work. Work together, think together, play together, and you'll come to trust each other. And then a new relationship begins to prevail. And then that can go on and on and on to other people in other situations the same way. It's the way to do it, so get with it. Anyway, nice to have you with me today on the uh, podcast, and thanks for joining in. And do your part for unraveling hatred and racism and fear and violence in our, com in our culture and our communities. Okay, bye for now.